episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes, available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok on, at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. very unhinged snatch game was upon us that caused our first major ripple effect in the workroom so what happens next it's time to talk all things drag race espania 3 and joining me are two good judies ready to blank it up on the pod benakava victoria holiday welcome (laughs) all right friends um i just we got to get the news out there fun news drag news of the week drag race mexico is officially going to be hosted by valentina and lolita banana yeah, wow. I'm excited. Work. Me too. Um, I'm glad to have two hosts and not just the one. Yeah, we're just, so they're doing it, I guess, closer to how they did Drag Race Thailand, where they had Art Arya and um, Pangina heels. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. Um, keeps Valentina's ego in check a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also going to be good for Valentina. Like, she does speak Spanish, but she's not as fluent like to host right. the whole season. So, like, I think it's a good idea to have her as, like, you know, the face because, like, everybody loves Valentina, but then also have a host there that will be able to, like, volley more with the girls. Definitely. Absolutely. Side note, the promo was gorge. Yes. Stunning. Um, amazing. While I was at DragCon, um, I got to see both Valentina and Lolita. Uh, Ooh, I did not get to interview it? Valentina, but I did get to chat with uh, Lolita again. So you'll hear a little bit of her um, post announcement discussion about um, how excited she is uh, when I release the podcast eventually. Don't worry, friends. You'll get it sooner than I did in the UK. Um, oh, see, I was going to ask you all about DragCon, but I guess we'll have to wait. Mm hmm. Now, uh, friends, you know pronunciations. I apologize. I will get better. I'm trying harder. Um, I think it's time now that we have. Yeah, I think now that uh, Mexico is out there, I should probably go get Duolingo and start learning Spanish <laughs> a little better. Um, but as always, here is the disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us with reality table introduction. We are shown with the editing of a television show wants to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that get an opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they have also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. All right. How are you both enjoying Drag Race Espana 3? It's it's progressively getting better. I think it was like a slow burn at first, especially after like the first two seasons, which were such like kick-ass seasons. Like they had such good girls. This one had like a rougher start, I feel. I I agree. I wasn't into it till maybe like episode three. Like I watched like episode one and two and like didn't really remember much that happened and then episode three and the last episode episode four were like good so i was like now i'm starting to get into it and like recognize these girls more yeah yeah 
I don't, I'm not going to say that they didn't have the punch that the other two casts did. Uh, yes, this was our biggest cast of the three seasons. There was just something different. I feel like they eased into it on the production element and they're like, well, do your thing. And they and these queens are like, wait, what do we have to do? Um, but I think we're finally finding our stride. Um, but regardless, we're still getting an amazing drag. And that's the whole point here. No, for sure. For sure. And the personalities, I mean beyond yeah um fun note of, about drag con and drag race España was um right across from me from the hallway uh at the hotel was um i recognized a voice from outside the doorway yeah right across from me was carmen ferrada Oh, oh yeah, I, I was tempted to be like uh hola but <laughs> what what a gorgeous human in and oh. out of drag fully yeah. fully fully let's just walking thirst trap literally <laughs> well speaking of let's dive into the episode bravo kelly another walking thirst trap clover says it breaks her heart to say goodbye to kelly as she was her greatest support there kelly's mirror message gets the emotions flowing as she ends it with a little joke now hornella is missing kelly and she's surprised she tells the table that they thought they would be able to give kelly a push as she was working hard but she has been in the bottom for several weeks they just couldn't save her Ornella says there were times she couldn't stand her, but she made a great friend there who is a wonderful person, and all she has to say are good things. Did you expect Kelly's elimination to rock the workroom so hard? I Well, first of all, I see where you started with the segue from the thirst trap, because I didn't know that's where you were going. Definitely, mm-hmm. Ornella's a little horny, yella. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was like a crush there. Fully, there was a crush there. Like She was trying to kai-kai. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, when you're filming and you're away from things, your mind goes places. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, I think this cast has been one of the like the most attractive casts, like as far as them like out of drag. Like there was yeah. a few like attractive ones. It's so, it's so, it's so, it's so. <laughs> who who would you both say is the trade of the season? Um, I think. The one that I like already got eliminated. Like, what was their name? Um, Chanel. Yes, I think that that mm-hmm. one Anorex. Chanel Anorex. Yes. Stunning. Hot. Yeah, I th- like. Yeah, I mean, the one that just went home was hot too. There's a lot, honestly. There's a lot of really attractive ones. I'll be like really yeah. honest. Now, Clover will tell us that she dedicated her lip sync to the women who watch the program, especially trans women. She reminds us that feminism includes them. Her message in her lip sync was a small tribute because they're always included in her fight. But Clover will admit that she did mix up the colors of the trans flag on her body. But hey, give her credit. It was a stressful moment. Um, you know, being in the bottom. Listen, it was hard for her. Tea. I feel like if she didn't, it was it was funny. I don't I feel like if she didn't put it in flag formation and just had the colors on her body, maybe. Um, she would have gotten a pass for it, but I didn't even notice it. So she called herself out. Yes. She was like, somebody online is going to call me out. So let me just do it first. Yes. Literally. Let me jump the gun. Petita. Petita is congratulated for another win. Angela Mortero gave her a bit of luck. And in confessional, she will say that she's glad she won, but she's surprised she thought the judges would have shared the wealth. Meanwhile, Paquita will tell the room, not to kill the mood, but in her state with the hair as it is, she is the prettiest there. What a shady bitch. Um, but she is keeping an eye 
on Petita and Bestia. There are nine left. The Hunger Games are getting fiercer. Who will be the weakest rival to go home next? It's time to find out. It is a new day, and the girls are already bringing it to the runway as Clover is their MC. And listen, it was their attempt at ballroom. It's not right, but it was there. Oh, it was something. It was fun, though. It was fun. I like that they have fun when they come into the workroom. You know, it's like they plan it out. They, it's, it's cute. It's cute. It shows that they're like yeah. all friends and they're king and having fun. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see like what franchises do it. Sometimes I get really cringy and I'm like, oh my god, what are they doing? This yeah. this was cute, and I think they tried to honor ballroom, but uh, as we learned on season fifteen, um, ballroomish. Yes, yes, no game. The no game. The girls gather around the table, and they have more space now that more queens are gone. We're going to have a plot line begin as Hornella mentions that she's worried about Vanya. Uh, you can tell something is up. She's very emotional. And to be fair, I get it. I'm a very emotional person as well, um, especially in a pressure cooker situation. I get it. She will tell them that she's got insecurities starting to creep up and telling her that she's not worth it. The things that a competition can stir up. She has a lot of pressure that she's feeling. She wants it out of her head, but she's feeling insecure and small. So in an order to attempt to boost her up, Petita will say that this lady had a huge career and Vanya's like, had? I, I, I had a career? Um, see what happens when you try to be nice and you fuck it up anyway. <laughs> it's like anytime you tell the drag queen, you're like, oh, you look good today. And it's like, today? Today? Literally. <laughs> Vanya tells us that, sure, she may have had a 20-year career going, but there still are insecurities and she's still unstable. Cornella advises her to quiet that voice in her head and give it her all. Do you ever have those creep voices creep in? And dare I say the inner saboteur? How do you quiet your inner saboteur? Yes, like definitely all the time. Um, and yeah, I guess like mainly, like you just have to remind yourself that you're really in no competition with other people. And this in Drag Race, like, you are literally in a competition, but in the real world, you really aren't in a competition with nobody else but yourself. So that's a way to, like, quiet that down. Absolutely. What she said. <laughs> now, the girls will comfort her as Pink Shadora wants her to get out of her body and see herself from the outside, uh, take her inner slut out for a walk. We're going to get no alarm, no video, but September arrives in such a fun suit. Uh, it was very pleather, very colorful. I was living for it. I couldn't pull it off, but I was living for it. It was cute. It was cute. She tells the queens that if there is one thing they will have to learn from being there is how to handle the comments. Some will care, some won't. And she says the one who won't will be the winner of Drag Race España, which is fair. They will have cash money to comfort them. But yet another week and another comment about the prize package. We will have the Macarena tell us that she would sell the crown and scepter and get good money for them, which is shady. But unfortunately for her, it's not going to be a possibility. Um, shady. I love it. Would you sell a crown and scepter if you won it? No. Um, maybe if I was going bankrupt, yeah. <laughs> like maybe sell it to a fan who would like buy mm -hmm. it for good money. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. just pawn it off. Damn, I feel like that would go in like a plexiglass like box. Like I don't know. Literally, I, I couldn't know. I couldn't sell it. I could not. Now speaking I of critics, it's time for the mini challenge. Oh, pit crew! A handsome man arrives with a 
tray of glasses because we all know what time it is. The library is open because reading is what? Fundamental and sometimes very hard. Um, now, we're going to get into this reading challenge. Obviously, I'm going to just say that there are some things that for me were probably lost in translation. So if you both want to tell me, Michael, you're absolutely wrong on what they said. You mm-hmm. misinterpreted it. Please tell me. Um, but I'm also going to give like, you... It's hard for us too. It's like... <laughs> like a whole other yeah i understand that now i'm also going to give you a uh, warning and a time to think of it since this is the reading challenge and you two are good judies um at the end of this segment um please have a read for your sister Ah! (laughs) all right let's begin (laughs) the macarena on visa i really like you i think you're the best but there is always a shadow of doubt aka she's referring to her beard that was um, pretty good. That was pretty good. It was easy. That was the Macarena on Paquita. You are the prettiest of the season, but with that attitude, honey, I've seen rabid chihuahuas with a better attitude and taller. Hilarious. A laugh, Ryan. <laughs> Bestia on the Macarena and friends. I'm so glad you're back this season. You've impressed me. I thought Pink Shadora was the queen farmer, but you're the one who squawked the most. She said she won't be lending me her brush anymore. It's okay. I'll ask Cornella. She doesn't need it. Tell me if I've gone over the line. I don't know if it's a red flag or yellow. Clover, you're good with flags. Is that okay? <laughs> See, that those are the one. good ones when you can that just lump them all together. Mm-hmm. That was a good. They were few and far between, but some of them did land. That was one of the good Agreed. ones. Agreed. Um, Pink Shadora on the Macarena. You should barely be here. Okay, that was just mean. Pink so- Shadora on <laughs> Vania. I feel so sorry. I don't know why she chose Vania as her last name when she could have used some other essence. She chose Vania, but she should have chosen success. That would have looked good too. Oh, yeah. successful. <laughs> this like, like know. we'll see another moment where she does like something like, I don't know, like maybe she is a nice person, but to me it's coming off like kind of fake. Um, literally. Like maybe, you know, maybe she is a nice person, but it isn't reading like that to me. Like obviously we do know that Banya was like going through it mentally, but like she could have read the other people too. Um, exactly. I don't know, like it, it read a little fake to me, but we'll see later on in the episode she does something else as well. Maybe a little we'll cop out. <laughs> now, Pinchadora will then say that she's been making jokes all season, so she wanted the others, others to shine because they've been down. She's not giving this show for free. What a cop out. Come on. Come on. All right, let's yeah. keep moving on. Paquita on the Macarena. You being here can only mean two things. That this is an all-star and seeing the level of your teammates, I don't think so. Or two, we've mixed up and we are in the unemployment benefit queue. That one was one of the first ones that I laughed at. The all-star one. Yeah, that was good. Now, Paquita and Hornella, uh, your sister Venedita had the title of the ass of Spain. We can leave leave you the title of the closest eyes in Spain. Okay. <laughs> Nikita Anvania. Congratulations. Not for being here. For for having passed the medical tests. Okay, that was good. Because she's old. I like that one. Yeah. Cornella on Paquita. How can such a small body produce so much shit? <laughs> there. Cornella on Visa. With that baby face who's never broken a dish and you put on makeup and you're a guy, you're gonna run out of beard concealer. 
everyone just wants to talk about uh visa's beard and i'm like i am i missing something it's not that pronounced <clears throat> there's like more than one of them that have a little yeah it's a little something something showing yeah Ornella on pink shadora i won't talk about your age your mustache or your teeth i'll talk about your favorite tape the one with two sides so this is going to start our plot line for the entire episode um now i again i want to ask if it is out of lost in translation but she was actually referring to like double-sided tape here or was she just or is that like a reference to something else I think from what I remember, yeah, it's probably about her being like Two Face. Yeah, it yeah. was just about two, being Two Face. Yeah, that's what I got too. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I got as well. I just wasn't sure. I was like, tape? Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Ornella, we thought we'd beat you and we couldn't, but don't worry. Twitter will. Mm. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good one because it'll probably it'll happen. No matter who you're talking oh, about, Twitter will get them all. So Petita on Pink Shadora. Her drag is so cultured. Her number is reciting poems. Now I understand your makeup. It's like a poem by Gloria Fuertes. That one went over my head, but I'm sure it was funny to those who know the reference. Yeah, very loud. Petita on Visa. We were told you went to Analocking to get your dresses to come to the show, but when you tried to pay, it was Visa denied. I like that okay. one. That's funny. Clover and Bestia, your personality is like your upper lip. We know there's something there, but we don't quite see it. <laughs> I like that, that one. So. That's something like Venna would say to me. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Clover on Petita, I love your drag, but above all, your makeup. Your eyes remind me of one of my favorite movies, Gone with the Wind. Your highlighter reminds me of your favorite, my favorite place, the Bermuda Triangle. And your lace front reminds me of what I wish you wish for you in a dance challenge. Lots of shit. That's how you work in threes. That was a good joke. Um, <laughs> I enjoy that one. Sorry. Clover on Visa on Vania. Yes, I haven't been in drag for very long. I'm very young, but Vanya, at least my first show isn't recorded on VHS. <laughs> no, no, I like good. that one. I, I, like la- that I laughed one. at that one. <laughs> Visa on Pink Shadora. Knock, knock. Who is it? Shut up. I'm sick of you. Visa on Petita. You are so beautiful. You have such a beautiful body. I could eat you up. That's what my dog would say. He eats anything. Okay, okay. Vania on all of them. I feel like shit today, but I look at you all and feel better. That was perfect, I think. For her mood, that was easy. Um, Vania on the Macarena. Second parts were never good. Vania on Paquita. So tiny, so tiny, so tiny. I think I could fit you whole in my butt. I could shit you or give birth to you, so call me mom. (laughs) It was There's random. A but, lot like, of butt jokes but... on this episode. <laughs> now Vania will end by telling them that they're all fantastic, wonderful, and thanks them for being there when they have to be. Now, before the results, we are going to see Vania, who is still not present. Supreme will ask her what's wrong, and she will say it's not a good day. She asks Supreme if she remembers the time they were in Paris and they were stuck in the elevator. She says she is feeling trapped. She will ask to leave the workroom momentarily as she starts breaking down. And with Vanya out of the room, Supreme will tell her, tell the girls that when they were locked in Paris, the good thing is immediately people came to help them. She says they are there for her support. And this was a great reminder of this game of Drag Race. It is, in fact, a pressure cooker and feelings are real. This was an authentic moment. I, I appreciated that we got this. 
yeah, it was like a, a, a strange story to understand because it was something about her being stuck in an elevator yeah. with like, I was so confused for a second, but then I like, yeah. put it like all the pieces together and I was like, okay, that was a lot. That was a very inside like thing that happened with yeah. them. Vanya will return and say that she is glad she cried and got it all out of her. <clears throat> So it's time to find out who actually won the reading challenge, winning a prize of a lot of Forio devices to perform a facial treatment valued at a thousand euros. It's Paquita. Do you agree? I, like, I think I laughed at Clover's a bit more and maybe somebody else, but I really wasn't mad because I wasn't like anybody was like, wow, somebody really ate them all up. I thought Mm -hmm. like there was a lot of like kind of similar... Like, I, everybody yeah. got one laugh out of me. Like I think it wasn't Fornella like I was, was a little laughing. stronger. But hey, we're sharing the wealth here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so just... as I said earlier, oh, God. Um, so as I said earlier, um, now's your time to read each other. I'm sure you have many, many reads that you've thrown at uh, each other, but let's see what you got for the podcast. Who wants uh, to start? Right, right now? Yeah, let's hear it. You're going to start or me? I don't care. Okay, I'll just start. Like, I only thought of, like, a dumb one. I was like, <laughs> Victoria Holiday, where would you be without me? Not even on this podcast, because I was the one that got asked to do it. Ah! <laughs> oh, okay, work, work. Okay, Venakava, you're like a Greek statue, pale and with nothing to say. Venakava, <laughs> you shine bright like a diamond. And that's just because your skin is so oily. Oh, yes. I love sisterhood so much, so much. Well, for this week's Maxi Challenge, they are going to go from criticizing to imitating. It's the Snatch Game. I'm going to ask you both, who would you do for the Snatch Game? Any Spanish or Latinx icons in your wheelhouse? I think. No, I, um, <clears throat> I've, I've tried my hand at like some Shakira impersonations that mm-hmm. like... I think looking back at them, like we're not too bad. I could work on those. Um, if we're talking like a sh- um, like a yeah. Latinx character, um, I really like Nurka Marcos. She's like a she's just like a kind of like internet person. She used to be like a soap opera person, but now she's mm-hmm. like very controversial, like internet personality. Or like honestly, I would even like if they allow it because like some franchises are like have different rules. Like, I would do Gia Gunn, because Latina más Latina, she would be, like, so funny. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Um, Supremo will reveal that the guest judge will be La Terremoto. Are you familiar with her? She's a character, ain't she? Um, I did a little uh, research. Apparently, like, they kind of just do it all. It's very, like, the death style. Some people consider her, like, um, a, a drag performer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had never heard of this lady, but, you know, she looked cool. She's fun. She's a fun time. Now, there is literally no time for discussing characters or concepts or anything. We're moving straight into the Snatch Game, and this is an 80-minute episode. Um, let's get ready for something quite unhinged. It is a Snatch Game, and joining the celebrities is a singer with a hit about masks further enriching pharmaceutical companies. It's Karina. But wait, that what's that? The real Karina has arrived. How stupid and cute. It's Poopy Poison there as her Snatch, character, snatch Game character Karina with the real Karina, both wearing the same thing. And if you did think these were the new Shining Twins, you are not wrong. Um, this was so stupid. I loved it. 
I did too. I enjoyed it too. I didn't notice it was poopy at first. Like I literally did not catch it till I like went back and watched the snatch game. But like, yeah, it was really it was camp. It was camp. It was very, very camp. Um, I don't know how much of their bit was planned out, but um, they they were very much in sync with one another. Yeah, I mean, they even had like matching outfits, so they yeah. definitely like talked about it at least. Once. Absolutely, um, and I'm sure since her season um she's done events or things mm-hmm. with karina so i'm sure they have a little rapport at this point yes um now supreme will differentiate the two for us as karina as pupina so we don't can, can get confused or so supreme doesn't get confused either but um let's talk about supreme for a second um wow hot just with the blazer no shirt dark eyes i was like okay daddy i'm here for it yeah she was giving a little grunge moment I'm here. I'm here for it. So here's how we're going to do things. Rather than go question by question, we will discuss each contestant and their performance. Of course, there's going to be some overlapping when we have certain moments, but hey, we're just doing our best out here, aren't we? (laughs) Um, And again, if you know things about certain characters, please inform me because I can only do so much of a Google research before I'm like, I still don't understand anything. Let's start off with the Macarena as Pacala Priyanya. From guest judge on season one to guest at El Gran Hotel de las Reinas, it's the woman who played herself on Veneno Paca. We're going to see the Macarena do a very half-assed version of the icon because we know that she has a big personality and the Macarena went quite small here. Yeah. Yeah. I think she mainly like nailed down the voice, but everything, I mean, kind of the look a little bit, but mainly like the voice, but nothing else. Like she really wasn't funny and she's supposed to know this person. So it Mm -hmm. should have been an advantage to her, but she really wasn't volleying or giving much more than the voice. Right. Yeah. I think like the impression I got was like, she came in confident. And then once like the first couple of times she didn't really get any laughs, like her self-esteem just kind of, she faded out. She got quiet. So let's go through some of her moments throughout the Snatch Game. Supreme says that she sees her everywhere. Does Supreme know what she likes more than this game? Eating a tail and two eggs. I'm assuming that Wait, was a dick and ball joke. I, think, I guess. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Our first question is Sonsales Onega, who is a TV journalist, is convinced that things work if what is good. Karina will say intentions. And now Paca does not know who Sonsales is. She doesn't watch TV, only Drag Race in the hotel, but she wrote whore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that one wasn't really funny. Like, no. She's not very smart. Now, our third question of the night will revolve around Rosalia having a diva whim that she keeps coming her own wear. Well, Karina says under her Grammy, and Paco will say she tucks it into her panties. Where's the funny, Macarena? I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in the room. Is the funny you're in the room with us? No. And then our fourth question, we learned that Sharon likes being given what? Well, Paca has no idea and drew a bunny. There was so much material to play off of with Paca mm-hmm. and the Macarena just bombed and she knew it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Way too soft-spoken, way just like not, not present. Next up, is Bestia it's as Isabel Lasperbes? Sorry, she basically just made the same joke twice about like not knowing somebody. So I'm like, which is interesting because later on, Pink Shador is going to do the sim- a very similar tactic and do the same joke multiple times, but mm-hmm. she lands it. Mm-hmm. 
Comedy's hard, friends. It's really hard. Yeah. It is. All right, Bestia as Isabella Cerbes. Uh, she masters magical infusions like no one else. Her favorite, Juntmans. It's Isabella Herbes. Um, I might be a bit off here, but she's playing an actress named Isabella Ordaz, Ordaz who is known for a fictional character that likes that laughy herb known as pot. Um, I, I had no idea who this woman is. Me either. So I had to do, yeah, that same research. That's who came up for me also. Um, it was it was something. I mean, going back to your trade question, this was my trade. I was like, what was the one? What was the one? It was oh, yeah, Vestia. Okay. Hot, okay. hot, hot. Um, but yeah, back to Snatch Game. Um, yeah, same as you. I was kind of like figuring it out as as it went. The voice was like kind of funny. I didn't, you know, it, it wasn't like... Was yeah, like so her characterization, she was very hysterical in the character and it was a bit one-dimensional, even from the jump. Like she was always like frazzled and hectic. Um, so there wasn't much levels to play off of. Yeah, which I, I mean, if you're high as fuck, you would think you'd be more chill. But I have—I right. I don't know the character. I don't know the character for that. But <laughs> still, you'd be like kind of just like chilling, not hysterical. Now, after asking a question about the electricity inside her house, Isabel gets frazzled as her chakras are all stirred up. When asked the first question, she will answer infusion because you know herbs. So close. Now, this will prompt her to start taking out all of the herbs. And I was like, does she in fact have a Mary Poppins bag? Now, Lola does not want any of that, but she says that her bag looks like Doramon, Doramon's pocket, which I'm assuming, based on my Google search, was an obscure reference to a Japanese manga. Maybe. I will say something about the props, though, which is like, what is this excess use of like props that they did this time? It was like the whole the freaking whole counter was just covered in like, pictures of people. This is so messy. Like, just it, do what if you, you can't do. rely on your impersonation and have to rely on props, you're not doing it right. Yeah, no, like the whole the whole table was just like props all the way down. It's like it's it was a mess. It was hard to even like focus. Yeah. Now with the third question, another frazzled Isabel moment where she says that she understands Rosalia and Cameron, and when she is in stressful situations, the only thing she can do is smoke a pipe, which makes no sense according to Pupina. Well, Ornella thinks that Herbs looks like she's had some bad lime blossom and is down. For those like me who had no idea what lime blossom is, it's an herbal tea that is a relaxant and used to treat anxiety as an antidepressant. Sign me up. Yeah, get me some of that. This <laughs> Amazon like, I don't know where to get it, but I'm going to search it out. I hope the feds don't find me. Mm-hmm. Truly, no. I mean, I think what we're getting now is that like the character really is like apparently hysterical, and that's yeah. just kind of the theme throughout. Is that like they're just always trying to calm themselves down? Yeah. Next up, Cornella as Juan Carlos the first, arriving from Dubai, easygoing with no entourages. The emeritus king Juan Carlos the first. For those who don't know, he was the king of Spain from 1975 until 2014 when he was abdicated. Um, I'm an ignorant asshole American who did not know that Spain actually still had a king. Oops. Oh, yes. Sorry. This is one of the, I didn't, like, I assumed he was, like, one of the people in the royal court. Like, I Mm -hmm. got it later by context that he was the king. But it was, like, one of the first people that I was like, okay, I kind of get this character, even though I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Like, I still understand this character as a trope. Yeah. Um, Cornella went in hard and, and had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Agreed. To me, I mean, 
this is like one of the top ones for me. Yeah, for, this absolutely. For sure. All right, so he is filled with pride to be there with all the gays and queens and will opt to win a Karina or a crown. Now, our second question will be, Karina Larson has confessed that she has slept on a sofa next to the bed because he was always, and Poopy will say, pledging allegiance to the flag. Now, if you know, Karina Larson was the mistress of none other than Juan Carlos. Um he will, after the coronavirus, he says, been with the mask on, but what he likes is likes the most is being horny. Um, I don't know if they had this question ready to go or if they like catered it because Hornella was playing um, Juan Carlos, but this was an easy, easy moment for Hornella. Yeah. She captured it well. It was so think- good. Like, Do you think they let them just pick where, wherever they want to sit? Or were they just... Oh, I no, they know. sat them together like intentionally, and they threw yeah, that I- question in there because like... We later found out that another character has a very close relationship to like this king character too. Yeah. 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 Now, before he can answer the third question, he will raise his arms in a circle and ask Supreme what he is and says that he is a one euro coin, which he was on for a period of time. <laughs> very funny joke. That was um, his answer is the rascal, which is a reference to something that I could not quite get my hands on on the Google. So friends and listeners, if you know anything about what the rascal and Juan Carlos is let me know but i'm not i'm not gonna lie hornella very much impressed me here yes i agree, I agree. Um, it's sometimes hard to play a male character on snatch game i know there are certain people in the fan base who do not appreciate when a um male character is played but it's still acting it's still camp it's still yeah. drag yeah, yeah. this is a drag definitely they make a comment about the prosthetics not being 100%, but I was like, I still think they look good. Like, honestly, a lot of these people, I didn't recognize them at all as they're like, I was like, which one is this one playing this character? So I think people really did a good job in like switching it up with their makeup. It wasn't like, you know, like, I think in the US franchises, a lot of times you're like, that's just her and she has a different wig on. Like, they really did kind of transform. Agreed. All right, it's Spanish sex symbol and sex tape icon Barbara Ray, played by Vania. She will thank Supreme for having her on her show, but she's a little turned on as allegedly having her sit next to Ornella's Juan Carlos I, who will cause this snatch game to be a sex capade. Supreme will ask her if there is anyone there who she had a night of love with. Well, Juan Carlos will give her money, but she will turn to Pink Shadora and say it wasn't love, it was debauchery. Barbara and Lola Flores will kiss, and I'm like, is this for real, or is this for a show? What is going on? Now, before we even get to the introduction of Lola, Lola Flores, one of the more high-profile names of Snatch Game here, Pink Shadora will monologue about their affair as they were happy at home and saw Barbara's face and thought it was a man because she wasn't wearing makeup, and then, well, Barbara will give Lola her leg, which turns her on, and it's romper room fuckery, isn't it? That was a lot for me. It wasn't even her turn to be introduced yet. And she was already like having a whole ass monologue. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait your turn, wait your turn, wait your turn. It was All long. Right. It was a lot. So what kept Karina Larson on the couch? He was horny. And of course, we will see that Hornella and Vanya are going to play well off of one another. And I think since their characters had some flavors that, that lived in the same world, it was smart strategy until it does go off the rails a little bit later. Um, and then, well, she's got the videos to prove it, and then she doesn't have them anymore because Juan Carlos will pay her, and then she will say they were stolen. Uh, what a very wacky world they were creating. It was very much in line for me how Bag of Chips and the Vivian played together on uh, Snatch <laughs> UK 1. Yeah. 
they didn't care about anyone else in the room. They worked together. Yeah, so the well, team apparently yeah. was that this king did have an affair with this woman <laughs> that the other one was playing. So, like, this really did happen in real life. Yeah, Barbara, have these like videotapes, and then she got paid off and lost them. And then the other reference to like kissing somebody else was that she also had. I googled this lady. She also had a like a video that she like had like sex with another reporter that was a female. So it was like there was actual like real life things that happened in all of that mess that like people in Spain would get. And then after knowing that, I was like, okay, that well, that that should, that was smart. A scandalo. <laughs> her turn for the question there. She will say Rosalia keeps coming on in her panties. And then she produces a pair and then she's going to give it to Juan Carlos. And of course, he will say they don't taste like they used to. He will then address the camera and say he made a mistake and it won't happen again. Again, a reference to one of his numerous scandals. For a fifth question, she won't have an answer as she's been busy. Why? Well, we're going to get back to why she was busy when we start talking about Clover's moment on Snatch Game. Let's move on to Pinchadora as Lola Flores. Uh, the matriarch of one of Spanish's most famous families is Lola Flores. And no, friends, that is not Jota Carajota, uh, though the similarities are there. Um, I got to chat with Jota at DragCon again. She's very, very sweet, very sweet. Uh, Pinchadora had her Lola talk a mile a minute, and also the cigarette box earrings were priceless. I will say I wish her scarf was the one that Hota had last season. Bring it full circle. Um, and friends, if you did listen to the UK DragCon interviews, Hota made it very clear that is actually Lola Flores's scarf. Oh, uh, yeah. Calm down. It was the real one. And she Remember said um, uh, Estrella was just being a bitch and making fun of her. So it, it was real. All right. Supreme will ask what she likes to add to her drinks, blackberry or burundanga. What's that, you ask? Well, it is a stealth drug that causes nausea and motion and that helps calm nausea and motion sickness. But she prefers a national product like peyote. Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) I've never got it. Now, after talking nonstop as Bestie is answering, Lola will be asked to give her answer and she will ask what game they are playing as she wrote something down but forgot the question. And then we have Poopy do her Karina laugh. And I just want that as a ringtone, to be honest. Um, very funny. Very, very funny. But when she does answer, she, she says weed. So Lola is another one who likes the laffy taffy. Oh, no. Her question three. Lola is under the table as she lost an earring. She found it in Barbara's pussy. She is really trying to bounce off Vanya, but it's not quite working. There will be a back and forth about Lola and being a fan of the patriarchy. And then Juan Carlos will say that the treasury is all of us. And I'm like, okay. But we will learn that uh, through her rambling about the disrespecting topics and having to go to America because she brought foreign currency. um, Apparently, Lola Flores had some money problems in her time. Very that. And I thought like there was a misjoke there because she was like calling Paulina Shakira. She could have kept that going because Shakira just had a similar situation too. That would have right. been like a good moment for, I mean, I guess she didn't need any help in yeah, this. Especially set. in Spain. Shakira is having a mo- money moment in Spain yeah. of all places. Yeah. And apparently this Lola Flores woman owed tax money too. So yeah. Yeah. Now, as Supreme asked the fourth question to Popina, Lola will answer that Sharon likes being given ass, but no one had actually finished writing their answers down. 
And Petita will say that she won't shut up and talks above everyone. And this is another plot line, friends, to remember as we get to it later. When the question does get to her, she writes Gustan as she says, if you want full, free, feel full of peace of life, smoke Gustan, which are the earrings she was wearing. Oh, yeah, but yeah. She had like ads for them back then. She did. Um, I listen, I think Pink Shadora was wild and crazy. And and I guess if you know Lola Flores, she really embodied her. Um, but we'll talk about it later. Like when it comes to playing a snatch game, do you reward someone who acts like this? I would absolutely not. To me, it was like not, yeah, they should not have won, in, in my opinion, my humble opinion. I agree. But we'll get to it. We're going to talk about Paquita as Peppa Pink. Peppa burps. Peppa scratches herself. Peppa poops. It's just some of the educational titles of our next guest, Peppa Pig or Peppa Pink, as the show calls her. Um, I guess this was the X-rated version of the International Preschool Pig. I guess. I don't know if there's like a something that we didn't get in there. Like she was joining two characters or something because I'm like... I didn't like fully get it, but it, yeah, like we all know who Peppa Pig is, but right. like, I didn't And I get- know, at least on the American version, you're not allowed to do fictional characters. So maybe this was her attempt to not do a fictional character, but have an idea of a fictional character. Yeah, I think it's just like trying to work around the copyright. Yeah. Now this Peppa is a slut, so much so that those tatas are, are going to fall right out, but Paquita will recover, make it a bit. Um, also, I'm not going to lie, at first I did not know it was Paquita. Same. I thought it was Clover for a second, then they moved over. I was like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's like Venice um, said, like, it took me like half of the time to like realize who was who. Again, because we didn't have the walkthrough or the queens talking about who they were doing, we, mm-hmm. we, we went in blind. You skipped right on through that. All right. So what will she teach them today? She will teach them how to whistle. And if you know the Peppa Pig whistle mm-hmm. clip, you know what she was trying to do. It yeah. didn't land. Mm-hmm. I am not familiar with Peppa Pig, but work. Um, <laughs> I I've seen, to find a whistle clip. I have seen so many drag artists do that clip mm-hmm. for a drag mix. Uh, very Is funny. Is it good? It's, it was like a meme that was going around. It was funny. Yeah. Peppa Pig is like a children's cartoon. Like, I know Peppa, but I don't know, like, the clips, like, the whistle clip. Anyways, whatever. We'll find it later. I'll send it to you. Now, Karina will say that her grandkids watch the program, but she looks a little different. I wonder why. Peppa will answer the Karina question with eating pork rinds, and she will reference her boobs when she said, who doesn't love eating pork rinds? Mm-hmm. Me. I don't like pork rinds. <laughs> it's, yeah. Also, I'm seeing she drew, what did she drew, like, a big penis on her boobs? Yeah, she did. So with this wrong question, uh, she will say that the little girl likes being said goodnight to, and now she has a penis drawn on her breast. Um, I don't know why. I guess she was bored. Um, listen, this, this filming probably takes like three hours anyway. Yeah. No, I'm literally here like zooming in on these pictures. Crazy. Choices. Oh, um, it, this was a weird performance because it wasn't a character that was real. Mm-hmm. So she had freedom to do a lot more and she didn't do anything. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like you have to develop the character. Like there has to be a story, like something happening, you know, it can't just be like Peppa Pig. It's like, you know, Peppa Pig is a horse and be like a whore. But then also like once it's too raunchy, like, you know, it almost becomes like distasteful. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe just do pig noises. I don't know. 
Like there was just nothing. Exactly. There wasn't even was a, 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 a pig noise at all. No oinks. She just had a cool look and then did nothing with it. Yeah. All right. Let's move over to Clover as Mate Garadiano. She could have become the most motherly reality contestant, but no, it's Mate Garadiano. She was a contestant on the Spanish version of Big Brother. Is she ready to finally show them the papers? Well, Glover will stand up, ready to show the documentation from the truck because, well, she was a truck driver, apparently, this lady. <laughs> um, oh, and she's allegedly God's chosen one. So I want to go find clips of this person because she seems unhinged. Very unhinged, yes. And Should like, get I, yeah, go ahead. For me, Clover, like, I don't know, she was, maybe this person is very unhinged, but it, it seemed like she was trying too hard. Yeah. Like, it, I didn't buy it. Like, she was just trying too hard. Agreed. She will get the Karina question and says that she is a polite lady, so excuse her friend. She wrote talking shit. She will go on to say that she was with a guy one day going at it, and suddenly she goes, pum, and sticks her finger up her ass and pulls it out and says, poop. And she was there with her wet ass pussy, so ashamed. Clover went in with the graphics here, and she will say her advice is when you go take a shit, stick your finger in your ass, rub it, and you can't imagine how much shit comes out. I think this was part of the part of the show where the real Karina was like, why am I here? <laughs> this was filthy. No, I, yeah, I think after this, it's just like slowly, just progressively gets just more raunchy and just vulgar. Like just overall, uh-huh. like this is around the part where like, I think those are like, performing fellatio in the back row and then the the boob comes flying out over beside her like everything's just like what am i watching this is like drag race after dark so our fifth question asks in the middle of a family war between carmen borrego and her son-in-law's family Darilo sister lost her mind and sent her daughter-in-law to blank carina will say lace making but matea will say that she is at a total zero as she doesn't even try alcohol but gargle with a little pacaran aka liquor of spain and according to mate did you know that it improves the quality of vaginal discharge who is this lady here we go again what is happening on this moment um well as she's answering juan carlos is relaxing as barbara ray is going down on him um and supreme just wants this episode to be aired um and then there's going to be kissing very unhinged yeah, Clover she's pretty over it. Yeah, she's kind of like, let's go. Moving on. on to Petita as Sarah Montiel. Seeing her was such great pleasure, sensual pleasure, but looking at her hard pass, it's Sarah Montiel. Now, I don't know what words were coming out of Petita's mouth, but that fat suit and prosthetic was truly impending her performance. If you go to her wiki, uh, Sarah Montiel was a beautiful, beautifully thin woman, not this version of her. As Clover will say, she looks like a puffer fish. Um, agreed. I don't know what Sarah Montiel is looking like nowadays, but in my recollection, what I remember is not, not that. Yeah, um, I think she's looking, I believe she's dead. So she's looking like a dead. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Maybe she is that bloated. That's fair. Um, also, again, this is the moment where I really clued into why are there so many props on the desk? Like mm-hmm. this, she was surrounded by shit. Mm-hmm. 
She had a chance to answer the first question and ramble on about how in the 56, the maid came to her when she was sleeping and said Marlon Brando was in the kitchen as he wanted her to make her famous Manchego eggs. And here they are. Where did she get those? Where the fuck did she pull those eggs out of? It's, yeah, they need to, like, yeah, they need to make rules. Like, no props. Like, one prop per person. Like, because it's crazy. Now, she will say with her own question, she's a bit vicious, so she thinks she likes being given Turbos, which breaks her into song. And in this moment, Juan Carlos has passed out. And this is when you can see Hornella's entire prosthetic under her chin. Mm. Like, there was no seam there. <laughs> I mean, I think, honestly, for me, I don't mind it at all. For me, it just adds to, like, the camp and this, like, stupidity. Because a lot of times, Absolutely. like, you don't even have to look good in this, like, right there, like, behind you. It's like, you have the real Karina, and then you have... um poopy poison right next to her like she doesn't look like her at all she looks you know it's kind of unhinged and kind of stupid yeah. you know it's a character it's an impression that's how yeah, she i don't think it's supposed to look great you know speaking of visa as paulina rubio forbes called her one of the most powerful women in mexico it's the golden girl paulina rubio fun fact i saw her on her first date filming as a judge on x factor after nicole scherzinger was fired oh my god Word. Times, i love nicole times. by the way uh, me too. I think I might go to London to go see her in Sunset Boulevard. Um, ah, what a cast. I'm here for nah, it. I did not know that. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. She will thank Supreme for inviting her to raise the show's ratings. Off the bat, Visa was very into this character. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, are both of you familiar with the work of Juan Paulino Rubio? Yes. yes of course. Yeah. This is like the main, the person that we most knew about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm fully predicting Paulina Rubio is going to be a guest judge on Drag Race Mexico. Like, how could you not have her? Mm-hmm, definitely. Iconic. What is she doing anyway? Right? <laughs> she has time. With the first question, Pa, is, as she's lovingly referred to, will be on her phone trying to figure out who the hell Sonsoles is. The only thing she can find is that she is number one on the billboard above Thalia. And once again, more props. Uh, we're getting more props coming out. We got the billboard awards coming out. But at least she's. Uh, Pao's turn to answer the Karina question and her answer is drunk and then she pulls out a picture of Colate who ruined her marriage. She will throw the picture to which Lola Flores will tell Shakira to calm down. <laughs> Again going back to the Shakira thing it could have been a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of good moments here you know like she's like her mentioning Thalia is good because um, that's obviously like a huge rivalry between them like right. since forever and then again like this bitch behind her like calling her Shakira instead of Paulina. Like, there's a lot of like, a lot of good moments there. Yeah, this is one of the better ones. After Popina writes air for the fourth answer, Paulina will ask them to continue singing their air song as she wants to film them on her phone. It was a mini concert and she wants it on her socials because they are now number one on Billboard. Get that trophy back out there. Let's do it again. I thought Visa was great. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't look like her, but she was great. She was committed. It was good. It was good. I think she ends up by the end of it pulling out like three different billboard like awards. Now, the alarm is going to sound during our fifth question as Lola Flores is ranting and raving and the production knew that if they let Pink Shador keep talking, they would go into overtime and have to pay people more money. So Snatch Game is over. Um, Very abrupt. Very strange. Did anybody even win? Did they even say? They did. But the winners of Snatch Game were the two Karinas. Okay. (laughs) I mean, they really did win. Um, I will say, like, this was one of the more out-of-control Snatch games. Um, like, the Karinas were almost funnier than some of the contestants. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very strange. All right, it's a new day, and the queens enter with fury. They can't record because they are bitching. <laughs> Let's get to it. The elimination day. Bestie is feeling a mark of death on her forehead. So how do they all feel about Snatch Game? Well, Honella says they suffered more during the reading challenge, which will prompt the grievance hour in the workroom, as Pink Shadora tells Honella that they have to talk about the double-sided comment. Hornella will say that when facing the camera, she tends to be much more grotesque and arrogant. Pink Shadora says she will be surprised when she watches the show, and it's not her who is double-sided. Hornella will ask if there is someone else she should have made the joke about, and Pink Shadora is like, I'm not talking about Petita. <laughs> and Pandora's box of fury has been unleashed. We all know that jokes have truth within it, and this joke from Pink Shadora was very coded. Yeah. Yeah, 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 very that, and they like each keep like, involving the next person into it until it's just like a full on. Now, in confessional, Pixadora says that there are people who are double sided, double stitch, double thread, double needle, double dressmaker, and yes, she is talking about Petita and her two faced bitchness. Um, now, to be fair, like, have we seen this out of Petita up to this point? Do we know this side of her? I'm not sure if we have, but we will later in the episode. So they were like oh, yes, trying to keep that up. Petita says that she wishes she could be, uh, she could be, but she says she's very transparent. She says she says the good and the bad and usually the truth. Up until now, we have only seen a good side of her. Mm-hmm. Petita is not happy Pink Shadora is attacking her as she didn't expect it. She is so ready to hit back as she says she's never interrupts people when they're talking. And Pink Shadora says, of course not, because she has a monologue ready. She thinks she's calculated. Matiza says it's not her fault if she speaks well and in well-formed sentences and it's concise and communicates wonderfully. But she said that in confessional and not to her face, so maybe she is two-faced. I mean, I love Lupita, so that's that. (laughs) Matiza will try to squash the drama and say if she did something to tell her and Pink Shadora says that it's not that, it's more so that she claims, Petita says, that they don't let her talk and it's tiring. Batista will try to clarify if it's about Snatch Game or all the time, and Pink Shadora is referring to a moment where Petita was angry at Hornella for cutting into her joke. Did we see this? I didn't spot it, but... I don't think so. Now, it's been all Kumbaya on Drag Race Espana 3, and like Clover, we are living um, for the cards being on the table. The drama is about to spew. There is tension. And since they're all being real, Petita is now going to include the Macarena into the conversation about who talks too much saying it wasn't just during Snatch Game, but today as well. Pink Shadora will bitch about how Petita told her to manage her Snatch Game and how she had to leave spaces and how to speak and behave. As we kind of alluded to earlier, are there rules of how you conduct your Snatch Game? Do you have to be respectful of others, or is the reality that there is a big prize at the end of the line and you do whatever it takes to win? What are your thoughts? I think there has to be some level of following, like the cues of like now is when you talk like obviously you can talk like over other people but like how Miss Pinchadora was doing it was a little like too much like she was demanding much attention and it's like it's not always your moment right yeah I think like outside of it just being a competition it speaks a lot about like how you work on a professional level like basically you're trying to be a tv personality so you're supposed to be working with other people constantly hopefully on other tv or whatever types of shows you know and like that just shows like you can't work as a like a professional 
Yeah. Right. And I think it also goes back to my other comment about her, like kind of being fake nice to people. Cause if like, <laughs> if you were a nice person, you wouldn't try and like talk over them and outshine them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so like the, it, it, it's all like very like, Oh, very interesting how you're nice. Like you have these great displays of niceness. She'll have one later and she did it in the reading challenge. But then like when it's like competition, you're just like worried about yourself. Yeah. Fatita will say that she is sorry that Pink Shadora feels this way and says that it is true in Snatch Game. Some people respect others' turns and others don't. She will tell her she did wonderfully, but in confessional, Petita will say that, sure, Pink Shadora is pissed about the advice she gave her as she didn't listen to any of it, but she did eat up others' time. The moral of what Petita is trying to say is that everyone deserves their voice, to which Pink Shadora will claim that she was trying to give people a cue to see if someone can pick up from there, and if they didn't, she would keep on going. And I was like... No, that's that's revisionist history. That's not what you were doing. Nice try. Now, Vanya, the emotional, will ask them both to hug and kiss it out, and they hug it out, and the drama is done for now. But Bessia says they put gum on a burst pipe, but it will come up again, and I believe it. Competition is hard. She also has heard other rumors of issues, and, well, I have my popcorn ready. Mm-hmm. Who do you think that's has crazy. issues? I have no idea. I have no idea, but I can't I'm so wait. Excited. I'm so excited. Because, I mean, right. it is, it's a shady bunch. It, they are. How is Vanya feeling? Well, she's self-sabotaging herself and feels crazy. She needs love and hugs and a man, and honestly, same all the time. I need all three. <laughs> she will say that she needs a man that gives her cock that fixes her head. She says, if you're sick in the head, stick in a penis. Well, Listen, if that man exists, call me. Let yeah. me know. <laughs> She said to herself to have fun and forget the gentleman that crushes her, and she did. Uh, so apparently she was having feelings about a boy? Is that what we're assuming here? I have no idea. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's all the time we have for chit-chat. It's makeup time. And Visa will share that she has been analyzing everything that happened on the runway last week. She was focused on her wardrobe at, that she didn't have time to process or analyze other people's fears. Bestia will echo this and say that she didn't know how much Hornella's story um, until she presented her outfit and it was in this moment i had seen on her look that she had silence equals death on the back and i was like oh wait that was a game changer why did we not see that last week did i miss it <clears throat> i didn't see I, it i missed it I, yeah i missed it, I don't happened, it but i'm yet. glad it came up again like this week yeah so hornella shares that she is hiv positive untransmittable undetectable she is visible person as she speaks about it on her social media she had a need to yell at and use it to help others she says that this society needs a lot more sexual and gender education which is a fact she says that we are not given the information and that is the problem as ignorance is what causes the stigma which is an unnecessary prison she used the runway to encourage other people who need it to share it tell them to not be afraid because her life has changed for the better she goes on to say the people who love you have to be there she thanks god that she has a normal life as her life expectancy is of that of any other person she takes the moment to say that the medication helps the virus so be minimal in the blood that it can't be transmitted we love having these conversations on drag race because you can throw this information on any given commercial but people don't listen the way they do when they look up to people who discuss it um, it's important to have the discussion on drag race on every iteration every season after season the stigma is there so keep on talking about it until we can get it to go away i love this moment i thought this was really cool yeah, yeah. 100 
And it also felt like very genuine. Like sometimes like I feel like in Drag Race España, they try and be like very like woke. Like they try and yeah. incorporate like different like conversations where they're like trying to be like very woke. And this one felt like very genuine. Yeah. Now, one interesting moment of this conversation is when Bestia says that Hornella was brave to share it, but she says brave shouldn't be the word as you shouldn't be brave for saying you have well mm-hmm. diabetes, mm-hmm. which is interesting because as someone with diabetes, it's the stigma that keeps me from talking about it. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. It's interesting. It was very interesting to see her say it in that kind of mm-hmm. context. Yeah, I, I like that moment in the, in the conversation also, because it's like, I, I get like what both of them are saying, like, you know, it can seem like a brave thing like to talk about. And and I guess to a certain point it is, but then I also like can kind of think like how it must feel to be called brave for talking, you know, like, yeah. even if you yeah. are, it's, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I got it. Visa reveals that she lost a friend to HIV as where she is from, they don't have access to those services. It's as open as if it was in Spain. She says it's super important to have this topic discussed here. She says Hornella to Hornella that people who live in fear will lift a barrier because of her. Bestia will give them a hug. And um, apparently Vania was uh, in this scene the entire time and said nothing. (laughs) Okay. I mean, maybe she was edited out. We don't know. Vania Erasure, what's going on? All right, time to hit the runway as Supreme is giving you all the colors in this look. It's very loud. I hate yellow to black rooted wigs. What was she wearing? Yeah, I think like, I guess it was a reference to the judge, the guest judge, because it was like, they were both mirroring the like craziness of a lot of things going on, but like, not one of Supreme's best looks. The makeup is really nice, like the makeup itself, but I when you add else onto it, it's like a lot. All right, we have the Javi's unlocking when special guest judge Latera Mota, who they will call Latera, as the show's going to give her a little title card. Category is show your feathers. And in honor of the runway, we're not playing Tudor Boot, we're going to play birds of a feather or under the feather. Get it? Because it's a pun like under okay. the feather. <laughs> Give it. Give All it right. Glover Bish. Look by Raul. Feathers by Mystica. Gloves by Charlotte Bish. Jewels by Fiona. She looks expensive. Easily the best look she's had all season long. I will say how the top part is structured is not my favorite, but I do love that rather than a white feather, she's giving you a cream feather. It's very different, but it's classic vintage Hollywood red carpet done right. This is the clover that gets me excited because I see potential. Venna, mm-hmm. what did you think? This was one of my favorite looks of the runway too. Maybe like top three, top four. I think she looks great. Definitely birds of a feather. She does look expensive. And yeah, like I see what you mean. Like she, she, she's like newer to drag, but like she has a very good like eye and a very good vision. And I, yeah, yeah, I like this one a lot. Victoria. Um, mm. For me, like, I just, I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the materials together. Like, this pleather mm-hmm. with the feathers, I don't love. And then there's, like, just different types of feathers. And feathers and like, on her face are different also. I, the makeup is good. She was unrecognizable to me. The necklace is giving, like, cheap. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it, it, it looks, like, even though I know the materials are expensive, it still just comes off cheap to me, if that makes sense. That's fair. So, under the feather for me. I'm going birds of a feather. The audience, 
95% birds of a feather, 5% under the feather. Next up, Pink Shadora. No designers listed. Uh, she looks breathtaking. I, I really love this look and how she is giving you something beautiful and then camps it up with those chicken feet boots. Um, the soft pink is striking color for her, but I would have edited a brown tool on the bottom of the robe and gave yeah. it something a little brighter and warmer. I know it helps ground the entire look, but it's a bit too dark for my liking. Additionally, the hue of the hair is a bit too bright. It's bold to give a muted look on the runway, but I think she does it well. And then laying the golden egg, that was a choice. Um, but hey, it's campy. <laughs> Victoria? Very that. Um, yeah, I feel like the shoes were all wonky. Um, the shoes could have been done a little better. The dress in itself is really, really, really pretty. Um, but I feel like when she takes off the robe, it kind of gives like it's missing something. Like, I don't know yeah. if it needs something up the yeah. neck or instead of a wig, it could have just been like a really pretty feather, like headpiece that kind of looked sure, like a yeah. chicken or a rooster instead of that wig. So it's like uh, incomplete. So. Under the feather for me. All right. For, for me, this one, yeah, I think the dress itself is, like, really pretty. Yeah. The wig, like, I just don't think a lot of these things go with each other. Yeah. And I wouldn't say Pinchadora, she's, like, one of the, like, fashion girlies. So, like, I hear she, you know, she looks good for what she's looked like, like, in other times. Um, I think there was some editing and styling issues that could have been fixed here. Uh, when she did the egg thing, like it made it more camp and I like ma it made it like more acceptable for me. This is like just like remembering other looks that she's had for me. This is like a safe like like yeah. birds of a feather. Like I'm not going to boot it, but it's not like great for me. That's fair. Ambrosi says he thinks they have a snatch game problem, which is studying all the videos of Lola Flores coming there and repeating them. But he says she did the opposite and turned the character into drag, imitating and being funny. Calvo says that many can imitate Lola Flores, but few can be her like she did in Snatch Game. He says that she connected with her in every aspect and was funny. He says it's the best of been the best Snatch Games he's seen. Anna will say the look is a short dress that is not as sophisticated as her mates, but as has an exquisite chromatic range. She says she made it up at the camp at, with a joke and got the golden egg. She says she knows who she is and she carries it out in a masterful way. I'll give it a birds of a feather. And the audience... Agrees. 79% birds of a feather, 21% under the feather. Next up is the Macarena. No designers listed. She wants to show her peacock cock cock, her peacock cock. The headpiece was the focus. The rest of the look looked like an afterthought. She placed peacock feathers on the shoulders and said, look, I tied it together. I think the headdress of this magnitude, it was a very risky move to pair it with a natural body and a two-piece look. The headpiece is grand. I would have loved to see it with a stunning gown in that blue color. Um, it's a striking moment, but it feels like a tale of two outfits. Vena? Yeah, for me, like, like waistbands up, she looks great. Like, she's one of the best times she's looked. But definitely from, like, the belly button down, that needed to be completely different. Like, a skirt, I don't know, like, some, yeah. just something, not that. Just not that. I'm going to have to, like, under the feather it just because, like, half of the body is not good even though the top part is really good but yes like i know these feathers are like really expensive like in general for all of these looks like feathers yeah. are like really expensive um so like i get it that it's like lacking feathers because it's like the budget but she out of everybody is supposed to have the most budget so i'm gonna have to under the feather it right victoria 
Yeah, yeah, agree, 100%, under the feather, boot, 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 down. If you see, like, the reference look, it's it's mm-hmm. a, like it's a gown. It's not, like, yeah. a little panty thing. Because then it's also, like, it's not even a custom panty. Like, I yeah. mean, if you didn't have all that budget, at least make, like, a leotard. So it's right. not even you know, the same color as the shirt. It's like, not. The, shirt, the shoes are the same color, but the panty is, like, from, like, the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> Ambrosi says that how Paca, they know Paca so much. He says it was imitation of her voice, but they missed all the body expression. Atera says that it was a a doped Paca as if she was on Lozapam. She calls her a sleepy Paca. Pablo says the Paca always has a lot of energy and is one of the funniest people. He knows he knows that. He says if you imitate Paca, they have to be on the floor rolling with laughter. He says he loved the look, but she looked a bit like home office Paquita sales. Salas dressing for the resume only from the waist up. Latera says that seniors think that peacock feather is a bit of a bad luck. She says she doesn't want to be mean, but she doesn't use it a lot. Um, I'm going to give it a soft for the birds of the feather. And the audience, they, they gave the headpiece some um, respect. 81% birds of the feather, 19% under the feather. Wow, the fans are so nice. All right. Paquita, look by Patricia, hair by Gonzalo de Belido. This look was incredibly confusing. I don't know if this was planned to be this way or not, but we saw her do the black burnt hands with her legs in the ball challenge. That was striking. It kind of lost the effect here, and I wonder if she was supposed to have gloves. Um, it's very much a two-piece of feathers with feathers stuck on it. It's very edgy. I think the neck down is fine. The neck up confused me. I'm not sure what was going on with the makeup and the hair. For me, overall, it felt very disjointed. Victoria? For me, I, I like the hair and makeup a lot. I like I think I like the look overall. I don't think like what she has on the like chest part is what makes it like not go together because everything else is like leather and feathers. And then this whole like chest piece is like flowers. It's black flowers. And that's just kind of you can tell like it doesn't go together. She just kind of threw it together. Yeah. But I like how she covered her like she has long hair and she did like she a sure really does. good bald cap. With like a mohawk over it, that's pretty kind. I don't know how she did that. So I would give it like uh, birds of a feather. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I think she just really sold it because when I look at it in the pictures now, I like it less than when I was looking at it like in the episode. She just like really sold it. Like for me, the bald cap thing like was weird. Like I couldn't tell if she just like glued down her like all her hair or like yeah. there was like it wasn't perfectly applied, but it's like it's fine. Cause I think she left like some of her hair like on her sideburns out and then did the bald cap over that. Um, I think she just really sold it. Um I liked it. I liked it. I'm gonna yeah. give it the feather. There's like looking it at the pictures now, I'm like, I don't like it as much, but in the episode it kind of like she sold it to me. Yeah, I was living. Salvo says it was a good idea. Peppa Pig is a pig, but she did Peppa. That is a skunk. And I was like, okay. He says the contrast to duality wasn't there. He says there wasn't one saying like, I love jumping in puddles with the boobs out. Lateras will say that some don't have a good idea in their life. So take that. She says having the idea of creating Peppa Pink, she missed making up a life. She says when you have a good idea, work on it. Work so that the character grows and becomes what she wanted. Anna loves seeing the diva because she says we all have a dark star coming from a Berlin rave and it's fascinating. She likes how the character is built. I'm going to give this a soft under the feather and the audience just so confused. 50% birds of the feather, 50% other than the feather. 
Next up is Petita. Look by Petita. She is, in fact, a fashion queen. This was brilliant. I love that she's giving you glamour. That hair was perfect for this look. Now, while I do adore the concept, we have to look at her knowing that she is good at what she does, and the execution was a bit of a miss for me. I hate that the feather stem is crooked and felt a little flimsy, and I needed the feather to cover her crotch. Like, it felt like it was not placed properly. And when you do wear a nude illusion and then wear strap heels, we can see the end of the pant at your natural leg. The illusion is gone. A plus for concept, B minus for execution, but still, I love it. Venna? For me, this is one of my favorite looks of the episode. Like, I thought conceptually it was, like, a really smart idea. Yes, it does, like, like it's not, like, flawlessly executed but i'm still like i'm gonna forgive that and just say like this was my favorite look absolutely of the the night so it's like definitely birds of a feather for me agreed yeah i agree i agree it's my favorite look out of everybody um and i love that the finger the is always accounted for it is like you zoom in and the the, she's got the two fingers together and the the full (laughs) the bodysuit goes right on over it it's gorge no, she looks great. And I love this little like short hair, the makeup. She, oh, I love her. Like I can never recognize her when she comes out. She always looks like somebody else. Yeah. It's so it's good. Absolutely. Birds of a feather for me. Yeah. Agreed. Audience, 95% birds of a feather, 5% under the feather. Best who is that 5%? Eye. I'm going to find them. <laughs> I know who it is. And I almost yelled at them already, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, that's the uh, look for by Diego de Vidma. She is giving what she calls a ninja with a Valencian Valera armor with the feathers bursting out. This fabric is beautiful. I would like that fabric to be on a pillow in my room, please. <laughs> I'm curious if this was a look she had and then added the feathers to it because while the colors are cohesive, it's not the most perfectly executed. And we know that Bestia has the power to showcase dynamic looks that are fully realized. I think going in this direction showcases her artistry and I love that she has this platform to be different because sometimes you are just cookie cutter and that is not who Bestia is. Mm-hmm. Victoria? Um, I think overall it's a successful look. Like it's very club kid. It gives very like, it's it's good. Even if the feathers were an afterthought, they're done. It's, it's done well. Yeah. It's done well. And the fabric is stunning. And I love like there's no skin showing because it does have like cutouts but it's all red under all you get of the skin is like just that one eye it's pretty badass i like it absolutely yeah i think it's a really cool look um i do think there needed to be more feathers on it because like feather isn't the main like thing that i'm getting from the outfit sure Um, and was the category but besides that yeah it's a really cool look she looks cool Mercy says what happened to him with herbs was that he had a problem understanding her he says the diction was so unclear that he couldn't make out what she was saying or the stories she was proposing Anna really likes the queer medieval armor fantasy she says that she put on an arm to get ahead in society and in the end those feathers come out like gushes of blood birds of a feather for me yeah audience 95% birds of a feather 5% under the feather next is Hornella Gorgora where is the body? Listen, this was a very bold, risky move. And um, if they didn't say her name, I would never have known who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says she's inspired by a mythological animal with the body of an owl in the face of a woman. For those who know this person, it is Cherry Botch inspired, and that's cool. Um, the execution was not there, though. I do love the color story that she has on her body with the pale pinks and the purples and whites. 
But then you have those pink iridescent boots. And I'm like, sorry, what? Where do those come from? It all comes down to styling. And I'm not sure it was there for me. Victoria. Listen, if I had the money to buy all those feathers, that is not, that is not how I would want to wear them. Um, Literally. The, the face. Okay, wait. The face is really, really, really cool. Like, it's definitely giving Owl, very club kid, very, like, it's sickening. The rest of it, holy hell, what a mess. The the colors are great. I like, yeah. like, the, 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 um, like, the color palette. It's really cool. But, yeah, it's no shape. It's no, I, I, I don't know. It's not for me. That Under is. the feather. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, there's some good ideas here, but it was a lot. And it's definitely under the feather for me. And I think this is like the reason why they don't win this episode. Bingo. I agree. Uh, Ambrose, he says that they made a great tandem. Uh, oh, sorry. Calvo says that she found her place, the character, the way to shine from behind, giving the bills, the ribbons, and leaning on her partner. He says, that she managed to be in character and steal the spotlight without attracting too much attention. Cornella will say that she could not have done it without Vanya by her side, to which Ambrose says that they made a great tandem. He says the game, the chemistry, all the ideas in common, how they shared the space, the generosity, the complexity, um, she says it was spectacular. Supreme says that she was picking up things, especially with Lola. She says, above all, all answers were witty. She says, perhaps the issue of the prosthetics threw them off a bit. She says she was losing face, but not from shame. Atera says that she really appreciates having chosen a risky character like the king. And Anna says that she has chosen the hardest road amongst her mates on the runway, saying there is lyricism, there is beauty, and there is sophistication. She says it's like a character from an illusion. I'm glad you're feeling an illusion character, Anna, but it's under the feather. It's not. Um, audience, 65% birds of a feather, 35% under the feather. Wow. Vanya, Vanya, no designers listed. This is showgirl realness. Obviously, someone had to do a typical carnival showgirl look. She is giving you a color carnival of feathers and pairs it with pearls that is very showgirls. Um, and the tits are out. I'm sorry, though. They looked like orbs. I would have preferred if they were covered up because they do not look natural whatsoever. <laughs> there is a lot to look at. And it's a good thing because you might actually forgive the details like, say, the terrible heels. Oh, how a look could be ruined by bad shoes. Vanna, what did you think? For me, this is still like my second favorite look of the night. Um, there's a lot of feathers like we've seen with other people, but they're placed like in the right places. I think she mentioned this is a look that was like featured on some like theater production. Yeah. And she throws shade at the prize package too. She says that this look is more expensive than the right. prize package. And, like, it, it's probably, like, a historical, like, you know, like, it could cost more than that prize package if it, like, was from, like, some theater play. Even if blah, you blah, sell blah. those crown and scepter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I still really like it. I think she looks really great. Yeah, the titties are, I think, I don't like titty, like, breastplates 90% of the time. Like, not all the time. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, I'm like, why are these titties out like that? Like... I don't know like you need to cover them more so like yeah that's like not it but like everything else for me is working like i think she looks really good victoria would you wear this i no <laughs> no i would no i would absolutely not wear this ever um it's just like the, why is there so many colors 
like just the colors don't go together for me you know if it was like all just kind of shades of pink or all shades of yellow or like but like the yellow with the blue and then that's like the ugliest blue in the world too like just like a royal no no and then yeah the boobs are weird yeah it's a, it's a chop for me Mm-mm. Ambrosi says that she is the queen of making them laugh even in silence the pouts the looks the eyes he says she moves an eyebrow and he's already laughing he says that Barbara was phenomenal and she got it very well he does say that she can't have it without the king as they made an unforgettable pair Anna says she came complete and conquered she says it really comforts her to see her look on the runway because it was what she expected she says she came out of her seat just to see her leave Supreme thanks her because she knows the days were hard. So coming out like this, this is Vanya. She tells her to keep this shine and this power. Um, yeah, it's under the feather. It's not it for me. Yeah. Um, audience, audience were a little kinder. 63% birds of a feather, 37% under the feather. And finally, Visa. Look by Adu Adles. Damn, this is how you do feathers. She is giving you Dia de los Muertos, but drag. I love that she has these stunning pinks and purples, but then on her body, she has that iridescent drag fabric that brings the entire look to life. Visa loves giving you big moments, and this was a successful one. I wish she didn't have that one purple feather piece on the shoulder because it does cover that absolutely brilliant makeup work. Amazing. Victoria, yeah. what did you think? Uh, yeah, for this would be like my... Between her and Pitita, these are like those are my two like top looks. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, this is gorgeous. I mean, expensive as hell. I can't even imagine like how much she spent on these feathers, and it's good. Again, she's bringing like her culture into it. I think it's awesome. The makeup is beautiful. The body looks right. <clears throat> All like the color story is great. I love it. Birds of a feather. Oh, the glove is ripped. Work. No. Um, yeah, birds of a <laughs> birds of a feather. <laughs> That I, love so, I think she does look great. It's definitely birds of a feather. Um, and yeah, she looks great. Yeah. Amrosi says, so funny, so witty. He says that what he values the most is so much energy. He says it was fantastic. He says that she did Paulina a little unknown to most. The Paulina from the Instagram live streams, he says she took them to Paulina without looking like her at all. Supreme says she solved it wonderfully. Anna says, yes, please, to this extravagance. She says it's amazing. She embraces her culture and how she is constantly referring to her history, culture, and Mexico. She says this look is different. She says the feathers are difficult to work with and tells them all that they were wonderful, saying they all worked and arranged them so differently to tell their stories. This is absolutely birds of a feather for me. And the audience, 100% birds of a feather work yes no and like the size of that hat too that's huge so- how did she get it there it's crazy like that's beautiful the more i look at it the more i love it Supreme call forward Paquita, Vania, the macarena pink shadora vista bestia and hornella as they are the tops and bottom leaving petita and clover as safe um i was a little surprised to see seven in uh the top and bottom but i feel like they that vania would have been safe but they wanted to talk to her mm. But overall, I think I agree with those results. Not maybe the final result, but I agree with the results. Mm-hmm. Back in the workroom, Clover and Petit are representing Barcelona as they both survive Snatch Game. Clover is glad to be there coming off of her lip sync. Petit notes that they weren't the best, but they also weren't the worst. They could be happy. Now they're going to say that they believe this is Hornella's name. They will also say that Visa did amazing. Petita was scared of her runway, but look. But it looks wonders if uh, Anna Locking told her to take it down a notch. Um, but Anna will not tell Visa to take her look down a notch. So Petita is wrong. 
Petita does not know what they will say to her friend Paquita. She believes she was funny, but the character was confusing. And same with Pink Shadora. She says that she was good as Lola, but she didn't play the game. Petita will say that Pink Shadora came to talk and talk, and that works for her, but she should have stuck to what she needed to be done, do and not do what she wanted to do. Clover will ask Petita how she is with Pink Shadora, and she says, fine. And I've learned recently that saying fine is exactly the opposite. If you say you're fine, you are not, in fact, fine. <laughs> she will say that she is glad she told her what she did as she gives her observations when requested. She will say that she thinks Pink Shadora came across very confident. Clover says that the reconciliation, take it with a glaring assault. She says something doesn't add up. Agreed. Now, the tops and bottoms return. They were so chill, but there are more girls in the chicken coop. Petita will start with Hornella as she predicts they told her nice things and says they have, and it's together with Vania. Visa is told she did well, but they remind her that she did not look like Paulina. She still hopes she can win some euros. Bestia is not surprised by her critiques on Snatch Game as she didn't have the winning card for this challenge. Could she have made a better choice? Sure, but she liked her character. Now, Pink Shadora will humbly say that they told her she did well, and Petita is nice to her about it. But Miss Clover reminds us that Petita may, in fact, be a bit double-sided because she's saying, and then when you're in the room with her, she says mm -hmm. another. Yep. They you really are coming for her hard. Do you think this is going to be a plot line for the rest of the season? I think, like, till now we've seen them really love Miss Petita. You know, like, she's been winning a lot, and, like, but I think this is going to be like, we're going to see her leave soon. Like they were giving her a lot of praises, but now they're like trying to make her not win. The Yeah, yeah it's the very threat. interesting. It's almost like the rest of the girls are slightly threatened too, because they're like, wait, this girl can do it all. I she agree. Really good. Yeah. I agree. The Macarena will share that she is going to be lip syncing, but she is pretty calm. She will give it her all, but she will admit that it's out of her character to be this calm. So she doesn't know what is wrong with her. Um, that's never a good sign to tell the rest of the group or yourself. Agreed. Akita was told things she already knew as she was disassociated in Snatch Game, but she's happy with her look. She says it's clear that she'll be lip syncing, but whatever happens, go Feathers! Now, since we're talking about Feathers and you both have watched the season, um, the discussion of Plumas, did you know what that was referring to? Because yeah. when we watched it the first couple times, I had no idea. A couple of my guests had no idea. Um, yeah, it's yeah, like ahead. a common like thing throughout like Latin America and like Spanish speaking people in general. Like in Puerto Rico, we say it more like your feathers are showing or like se te cayeron or they fell. Um, mm -hmm. Like you're leaving a trail of feathers, but it's like something that like is common to just say that you're gay. Like, the gotcha. yeah. yeah. Also, it's because we say. Bato, we call somebody gay Bato, which is a duck. So they have like feathers. There yeah. it is. I love learning. Thanks for teaching me. <laughs> it's time to find out the results. Pink Shadora is the winner of the week. And mm -hmm. she will say that she thinks Hornella did better than her. So she's going to share her prize. Do you think she actually gave her those euros? She probably did. It's not that much money. Like it's not that big of a difference. Right. <laughs> um, have we ever seen that before? I don't think so, right? I don't think so either. That was wild. It's basically saying to the judges, you're wrong. Yeah. I accept the money, but you're wrong. Yeah. 
But I and mean, I, I think they're wrong too. I don't think it's the same. I do as well because I mean, if there was even going to be a second place, it probably should have been Vanya. Yeah, Vanya or like the gondola. Been, yeah, this girl was like, maybe, and honestly, after the runway, she was probably like my fourth place. To be like, honest, like I thought Visa, right? Visa was better than her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we just stirring shit up? Is that what they're trying to do? They're like, I, I, we seem so, but they're like, we know. think the girls hate you, so we're gonna make you the villain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Carmela, Visa, Vania, and Bessie are safe, leaving the Macarena and Paquita at the bottom two. Again, based on the results we know, like they sadly were. Yeah. yeah. Probably any other season, at least the Macarena probably would have been safe. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess as unhinged as that snatch game was, it was a pretty good snatch game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like from watching like different franchises, I feel like culturally, like humor is perceived very differently, like depending where you go. And some people find right. like that kind of unhinged, like even like the way they lip sync, which we're gonna get to, I guess, in a second. Like oh, yeah. it seems like that's just kind of very cultural. And to them, it's like that's how they like it, you know? Like, it's, I don't know. Does that make sense? I, I Absolutely. No, I, I fully agree there. The song is the Samante by Monica Naranjo. I feel like the Macarena was checked out. I know she wanted to win, but I don't feel like she had the passion the way that Paquita had. No. Yeah. I am glad that they both took their feather pieces off because it would have gotten in the way. Um, and then they had that kiss. Uh, come on, Kai Kai. <laughs> Yeah, it goes with the song fully. The song is mm-hmm. about like, just letting someone go that you're like madly in love with. Um, yeah, Victoria performs this song every once in a while. All the time. <laughs> that is my song. That was my yeah. first um, Bushwick number was that song. I and I think that. they could have done a little bit better at it. Like, I don't know. Like, you're supposed to like sell like more emotion. I don't know. Sure. Like, I think they could have done better with the song. Like, it's a good song for Jack. Yeah, the lip syncs in like this franchise, I feel like overall are pretty kind of disappointing. And it's the second they start ripping everything off, I'm like, yeah, why? Off here. Hey, as the Macarena <laughs> says, she kept her wig on. Yeah. Um, in the end, Supremus decided it's the end of the line for the Macarena. And coincidentally, the Macarena was eliminated on a Monica Naranjo song on season one. Mm. So I bet she can't listen to her anymore. Yeah. Triggered. <laughs> That's rough. She's not attending any Spain Pride anytime soon. Nope. Of course, we will learn that there is still a chance that the Macarena can return. Now, I've, each week I've asked my guests, what What do you think the win in challenge is going to be? The what? What was that? The win in challenge. How could the contestant get back into this? Come the back game? into the... Ooh. Oh, right, right. Because they are right. Because it, it, it's very much in line in how they did All-Star 6. I hope we're not getting a lip sync. Lala Perusa, please, 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 please. I don't want that. Um, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. The way it's lining up, it could it could actually be a, a, a one of the makeover ones. Yeah. Unless they do a lip sync. But I, mean, I think, I think it's like season seven, right? Where like Trixie comes back. With mm-hmm. I think it's giving that. But hey, it's exciting um, to see another one of the queens come back. So, like again, it, it's I think the queens who have gone, they've gone for a reason. But yeah. it felt bad for some of them to go. Like I, I would like to see Kelly again because she's very pretty to look at. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Um, right. And the one from Canarias, she was fierce. Um, yeah, drag Chuchi. 
But there, there was something about her that the judges just did not like. They just yeah. do not like the Canary Queens at all. They always pick them, but then they don't feature them. So I'm like, why are you even them to come if you don't like that type of drag? Exactly. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Sure. What is the Macarena's legacy? Oof, going home to Monica Naranjo. Yeah, Literally. That's a good one. That's a good one. I um, mean, she really came back and showed improvement. So that's good. Yeah. I, I will say, like, season one, I was like, no, the Macarena going home first. That's not good for my fantasy. So she was someone we desired to come back. Did she use her time the best she could have? I don't think so. No. Um, is she Shangela? Will we see her on an all-star yeah. season one day? I don't uh, think so. Maybe uh, on a first out pork chops international yeah. season, but I think sadly the Macarena's time on drag race is over. Yeah. I definitely think there was like other people they could have brought back that would have been like better, but she yeah. did show improvements. So at least that's good. absolutely all right. Who won the week? Not necessarily the winner of the challenge. Who had the best episode? Probably Vanya. <laughs> Vanya, she was the one that was breaking down, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say Vanya had a good episode. Cornella had a very good episode because we did get to hear her discuss um, her her status and why it's important to discuss it. Um, And she had a really good snatch game. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. I think it's her week. Yeah. Next week, we have a Wizard of Oz inspired Rusical. Who do you anticipate doing well and who's going to (laughs) flop? Um, I think like these older queens, like I think it's Vanya, the one that's been doing drag for like 20 years. Yeah. I think she's really good. I think she's gonna she be good. Well. Pulver obviously is like a great dancer and all of that. She might be like maybe she'll be Dorothy. I don't know. <clears throat> um, but yeah, usually like somebody who's like really strong in, in comedy. I feel like Cornella, like mm-hmm. probably yeah, it's interesting like, also just like track record wise everyone's pretty even at this point mm-hmm. yeah there are some people who have wins but also i just had a vision like pitita as dorothy gorge so cute Ooh. i'm ready they i see her as a scarecrow i don't know why she looks like a scarecrow they did show her in the little clip that she was like gonna flop allegedly yeah. so that was so that good or she like goes home well, no, so after, it's always the opposite. It's always the opposite. It always is. After five episodes, the winner of the season is our winner. Yeah, who's gonna win? I'll tell you. My my favorite is Pitita. Okay. Second favorite, Paquita. Pa- um, yeah, Paquita. Paquita. Yeah, I I like Paquita, and I like like yeah. Just pa- I'm gonna say Paquita. I'm gonna say Paquita. Tita is just proving that she can do a lot um i do want to see her fumble but if she ends up winning i'm not shocked at this point halfway through the season she's doing very well yeah 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 agreed but also someone's so fabulous to have back for an all-stars because that's already rumored too up in all-stars she's already coming in with drama and like she's already this good how good is she going to be on an all-stars that's true it's true um, the only thing I will say is she doesn't have that star power that Sharon and Carmen had. Yeah, so, I think no no girl really has it like those two yeah. had it. But like maybe like for me, it would be one of the like older school drag queens like Vanya or Hondura. What's her name? Cornella. Like one of those two I can see winning too, just because like their past winners have had such a like 
Like, I feel like I would respect those girls over like some of the other ones. I agree. All right. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Venna? Oh, yes. You can find me on Instagram at venacava.tm. Um, Venmo, it's tip venacava. Honestly, just go on our, I would say just go on my like stories and see where I'll be there. Cause like now that Pride is coming, like things will start to like pick up for us. Amazing. Victoria. Very that. Yeah. My Instagram is the Victoria Holiday, T H E Victoria Holiday. Um, yeah. If you want to Venmo a bitch, it's Victoria underscore holiday. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. Look at like, look up the stories, the posts, follow everything. We put everything on. Pride is going to be delicious and exquisite and hopefully it'll finally warm up it's like yeah. we, gotta, we gotta we gotta fake summer for two days and now it's cold again there yeah i would say if you want to see us together we do technically do have a show together every thursday um, every thursday at the rosemont so if you want to see us together that's where you could go yes and doing songs in spanish yeah and we're coming on one year doing that amazing congrats thank you well, thank you both for being here. This was a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's so fun. It's so awesome. dark and gloomy out. I'm happy to just be in my bed on Zoom with y'all. 